Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are ASAP Science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about foreskin. We're talking about why people get circumcised. Should it happen? Does foreskin affect your sexual intenseness? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of talk about foreskins. This is probably one that's a little, you know, mom and dad do not listen. <laughs> Slash, you know, if you have kids in the car, but it'll all be educational as we always say. So, And also I was like, mom and dad, did you cut off the foreskin of thine child? Oh, true. This could thing. open up just conversations between parents yes. and kids. And kids about whether and you know or what? Not, not they, mom and dad. Could be dad and dad. Could be could mom be and mom. Could be dad and dad. Could be dad and anything in between. Yeah. But um, it is an interesting conversation that, you know, we'll have to face at some and point. And we'll perhaps. start that section with us coming clean about whether we're cut or uncut. Yeah. So, like, that's that's the hook. Line and sinker. Now you got to wait. Ooh, wow. <laughs> You'll find out our status that's the beginning of the reality tv show episode where it's like it's like and are we cut or uncut yeah and then they wait to the last second to tell you that but no we'll do it at the beginning at the the beginning of scuddy um also like (laughs) drop your predictions in the chat (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if you could tell people's no we'll talk about it later um what was i gonna say it's so hard not to talk about foreskin when it's the episode. It's well, the like, format of our podcast is like annoying because we talk about it in the intro and then we just like aren't supposed to talk about it until we're talking. But that's about our it. own decision. Should we change that? <laughs> How would we change it? It's like so funny to say it. The format of our podcast is annoying that we yeah. made up. No, it's it's just like causes you to want to talk about it. You're right. Should we just cut out? The question is the question a. Is. Is this little chitty chat time worth it? Yeah, I think it's fun. I, think I always like, think it's not. No, oh, sorry, really? sorry, sorry. I think it's fun, but whenever I listen, I'm like, maybe we should just get right into. Okay, what people need to give us week? feedback both about what did you learn this week and about just chatting. Because I will say, when I listen to my favorite podcast, yeah, you I, hear I prefer the parts yeah. where they're just chatting, and especially often when they bring on guests, I don't listen to those episodes. No, because I'm like, I just want to hear my like the two guests that I love chat. It's my insecurity about being like, what the hell would anyone want to listen to my boring ass about? Like, that's why I'm like, because when I think of my podcast, your ass is really boring. So it must be harder for you. (laughs) I'm joking. That's so mean. I'm not mentally okay for you to say that to me today. 
Why? I want to flip this table. Okay, on the you aren't even having a bad day. I'm having. A I'm pop. literally for the first time in my goddamn <laughs> life having a bad day and being like, Mitch, you need to motivate me. If you turn this around, I'm not kidding. You'll no one will ever Just hear this. Just so again. happens to be on the day I pulled my back out. Oh, interesting. Mitch, you right? pull your back out every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. I will, uh, I will knock that hat off your head and bully you. Okay. Yeah, used Ooh, to it. I want to do an episode on bullying. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Ugh, just like carry this, please. Carry okay. This. What do we? Okay. Well, like, what do we? Don't ask me. About? You well, do it. Oh my oh, god. Wow. Do you guys see how mean he is to me? <laughs> oh my god. That's was that recorded? Oh shit. That was recorded. <laughs> this is what I live with. As soon as the pod. Lead off, me. I think it's leaking into the pod. Hey guys, I'm asking for help. That's not funny. Oh, oh wow! I'm like so not in a good place right now. <laughs> okay, That's what not funny. is going on? What is going on with you? Why you just? I'm off? like I do not have the. You have to lead this. I am. I'm Tell leading me. it by asking questions. Oh God, what's going on? Walk me through what you're feeling because I always talk about tired. Okay. Um, exhausted, which is another word for tired. Is it just an energy problem? Yes. Or are yes, you yes, feeling yes, yes. No, just, in your stomach or no, in your just heart? Energy problem, which wow. I hate. That's lucky because I love energy. I know, I know. I don't mean it's lucky. I just mean like anytime I don't have energy, I'm also like, well, my heart hurts and my stomach is sinking. What does that mean? Oh, I've had like insane gas. Oh, yeah. Maybe you just ate like something unwell. But I, I ate the same things I always eat. I know, but like we said, the chickpeas might be bad in the fridge. Yeah, I have been eating chickpeas <laughs> that when I smell them, I'm like, that smells like rotting. Swap them. I put some in the freezer that you can pull out. Oh, okay. And I do eat three. Because I of- prepare raw chickpeas. <laughs> No, we don't eat them raw. I just saying like, and that's a it moment, was a revelation. That's for a me. moment Millie's gonna kill you because Millie did it. Oh, this time I asked <laughs> okay. her to, but I've done it every other time. <laughs> I have. I had a re- revelation when I learned like, oh my god, yeah, these chickpeas are just sitting in this nasty juice in a can, and then everyone was like, and it tastes better, and it's better for you, and it, it's you just buy dry beans, and then it's so easy. You can do it in a pot, and it's annoying, but in a slow cooker, you literally just put them with water like seven cups of water two cups of chickpeas and then you just let it sit for four hours on high bam and then you end up with gas like me because i eat them when they're bad yeah i feel like there's there's probably something about chickpeas that can like kill you when they go bad you know like sometimes there's like things like that that are like like, potatoes like Like if you eat a green potato you can get cyanide poisoning a myth that we did talk about in it's not a myth Okay, well, now we're doing green potatoes as an episode. <laughs> Greg thinks nothing's dangerous sometimes. I'll be like, well, I'm pretty sure we shouldn't eat those green potatoes. Like, I think it actually is, like, toxic. Obviously, we're not going to die, but I think it's a risk. Okay, I'm writing down green potatoes. Okay, we're not doing a whole... Okay, we need to move on. <laughs> we're not doing a whole episode on green potatoes. We're going to just look it up for a what did you learn this week one time, okay? Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, what did we learn this week? I've got some gay news today. You know how they never, ever study the gays in science? This time, they explicitly did. They do when it's like, let's study their sick STI issues or whatever. Oh, no, this is like kind of related to that. No, oh. it's actually not. It's <laughs> yeah. not. But it's like sort of in that vein. It was literally a study investigating the well-being of children with same-sex parents compared to those of same-sex or non-same-sex parents. You know? Ew, boo. Non-same-sex parents? Boring. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so conventional. Um, I get. So their hypothesis was obviously see like when you're queer regardless of like the matching you have gone through added stress 
um, and that can lead to reduced physical and mental health in same-sex parents. Whoa. And so they were trying to understand, does this translate into anything for their children? Like, do the kids also have to face abuse for that? Do they suffer mental health issues? Do they suffer, like, anything that the kids with... Um, That's an intense thing Traditional to say. families have. I know that as... <clears throat> queer people do struggle more but it's like don't say that to me no i think they should not they should i'm just saying (laughs) no i think it's important to acknowledge that because we are lucky to live it in time and we live in a place that is very progressive and sometimes it feels like you don't want to build a narrative that's not true like i'm obviously not facing homophobia every day but there are levels of things that we've learned to block you know what i mean and like being and just existing in public and the way we like move and stuff like maybe it's different for you because you have always been more comfortable being yourself whereas i'm like constantly guarded and knowing like i don't want to act super quote-unquote gay because uh the i don't know who's around me and then that might say something that kid okay so that's the question Um, But surprise, surprise, there's no significant disadvantages for children with same-sex parents compared to different-sex parents. Success. That's a great thing to find out. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's literally the answer. Yeah, okay, well, what else do you want? Well, I'm like, how do they do that? Surveys? Like, what? Yeah, they took, like, I think it was, like, around 100 families, and they were just, like, monitoring the kids, I guess. Like, you want to know the specifics of how they did the study? Well, I honestly curious, started like how you monitor. A kid. I started looking at it and then I was just like, well, sometimes in this podcast, I'm like, do we really want to hear the methods? I can pull it up now. But sometimes I think that's boring. I'm just like, go to the answer. Yeah, and I think I true. honestly was like confused. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to go. It's see. just kind of intense to like monitor kids and decide like whether one's good or bad by being raised. You know, what I mean? It's not good or bad. It was no whether way. those kids had a disadvantage in any way. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, yeah, it's just interesting. Cause I just feel like it's such an intense thing to like says, put on the study takes a closer look at children's behavioral outcomes reported by a parent using an adapt. Oh no, this is, uh, an adapted version of the emotional conduct, hyperactivity, pro-social and pure problem subscales of the strengths and difficulties questionnaire. So obviously yeah, they're so like surveying yeah. their parents and the kids. Yeah, okay, that makes but, sense. But comparing them to kids who have straight parents. No, that's, that, that's fair. That's just what I wanted to know. Like a questionnaire. Because I'm like, it's not like they sat them in a lab and we're like, we're going to like fMRI their brains and right. be like, yeah. oh, this doesn't like a normal brain. Because I'm like, that's so intense. But it was nice. The end of this study, they were like, this study we don't need to look at this anymore like let's stop looking at how disadvantaged you know it was kind of like nice to be like this is not an area like we have some pretty conclusive data that like they're not being disadvantaged so stop using this yeah in a way that's like maybe a talking point for conservative or homophobic people who are like well you need to have both (laughs) a father and a mother to have like a family that's positive and now it's like no if you have like loving caring parents or even just guardians around you you can grow up and be totally functioning and stable it's so funny i'm like who would even think that but then i'm like oh yeah like conservative a lot of people they're like in america like maybe we'll get rid of gay marriage like a lot of people it's it's scary that's what i mean like sometimes you have to own and realize that like yes we're not facing like a barrage of homo well we are actually on the internet at all times if you were to go look at any of our videos you could like find and any day a new comment that's like homophobic not that we're ever looking at those but it's just like we do live in a bubble but even within our bubble you have to like know that it's happening and acknowledge it i think it's important 
But it's like, obviously, kids raised by straight people are going to be messed up. <laughs> like, it's so funny to, like, think that, like, I just think it's so funny as, like, a queer person in that bubble to think that, like, there even is a talking point. Because it's like, wait, you're trying to tell me that that straight couple's going to raise that kid better? Like, lol. They have, like, all their, like, gender issues they have to deal with. Yeah. The woman's like, well, I can't talk back to my man. <laughs> it's like, well, oh that's God. a struggle. <laughs> All right, what did you learn? <laughs> Whereas I talk back to my man on a podcast. Yeah, we you all heard, heard it. Earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going down in history. If actually you're listening to this and there was weirdly a cut and an edit, you yeah. know, it got taken out. Yeah, it was when I ye- literally yelled at Mitch, <laughs> screamed at him, and flipped a table. Um, <sighs> so I read in a beautiful article about biking. And one thing they said was that biking is the closest thing humans will ever get to flying in our lifetime (laughs) (laughs) well what do you mean like you can fly in planes no sorry without guzzle no but like that's it doesn't give you the visceral experience fair that's true you're just like in a you're sitting like literally like being rocked around in turbulence that's watching fossil fuels get burned and scared that you're gonna crash to your death with zero control I mean, like, I'm like motorcycles can give you that feeling. I'm just like not trying. I know, I know, biking is way more beautiful. Yeah, I'm like, like, God damn, devil's advocate me. We are truly going to fight today. (laughs) Like, going to literally trying to argue that motorbiking is more like flying than biking is. I'm just going to slap you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, do you not agree? Or are you actually just devil's advocating? I'm like, that was such a, well, what is your point? It so much more beautifully, but it was just like, that is true. Like your legs are off the ground. You're truly like weaving in and out Zooming of like out. a city. It's like, it's close to flying compared to walking. And I would say motorbiking or driving. Sure. Yeah. But maybe not. I just don't know if I'm allowed to share my opinion anymore. No, but do you actually not think that? I thought it was like... I, I obviously love biking, but I'm just saying I could see why people also get the thrill out of other fast-moving vehicles where you don't have structures around you. So, like, obviously in a car, you... Yeah, that doesn't... why people fine. like convertibles, because you, like, feel the wind. And on a motorbike, I could see someone... and Or on, mm. like, a sea Like, people could feel like they're viscerally moving through space with the wind blowing on them. Like, I'm not saying they're better. I'm just <laughs> saying I don't like any of those things. Uh, I'm just saying they're faster versions of biking. True. Okay. I guess I've never <laughs> been on a motorcycle. Fine. I, I think I've only been on a motorbike once when I was a kid. Like someone took us around the block or something. And technically it's a bike. Okay. Exactly. Um, like a moped even. So bicycles are the main transportation in the world. And for every car, there's two bikes on the planet. No way. Yeah. Like bicicletas like yeah, just because, the kinds you use your feet on because we are ignorant western wow. affluent countries we're the people who drive everywhere we're the ones who built our societies like idiots with highways and when you think of like the whole world most people get to and from where they need to in the day either walking or biking that's most a great people don't great thing to know and then for Two every four people on earth there's a bike wow yeah so there's like so many bikes and like and the whole so point surprised. of the article, it's like why does everyone need to steal them all the time then <laughs> well the whole point of the article is that like our affluent lifestyles are broken like she's arguing that as a biker in new york city like it's one of the most dangerous but like beautiful things you can do mm-hmm. and that like we don't consider the world when we think about how like and amazing biking is like Mm -hmm. biking in toronto which i do feels like a radical act sometimes it's so Mm -hmm. weird and it's so weird to me also that like none of our friends like bike that much like i'm always like it's such an amazing thing because because it is i mean there are many routes now and it's been like 
it bit by bit by bit. Like it's crazy to think it's taken until 2022 for like Bloor Street to have a bike lane. Okay, can con. Um, but I am, it is understandable why people are afraid, but that's an infrastructure problem. You yeah, I mean? and it's an infrastructure in the West, which is just another one of those things where we're like, we're developed countries, mm -hmm. but it's like, we're actually like designing cities for cars, which are killing people and ruining the earth and are actually, mm -hmm. and there was really cool stats about your, I forgot the exact percentage, but way more likely to be an environmentalist if you bike. Mm. And they did studies about people who switched their political affiliations after starting to bike. That makes sense. They, Cause you realize something, A, you probably feel a certain way, but even just seeing the problems that exist to navigate a city or any space as a bike would probably open your eyes to actual problems that you would want political change to help. It's also really weird because again, Cancun, but in Ontario right now, this election, so much of it is a battle about cars. It's like mm -hmm. one of the, cons the conservative person is trying to like, like put the giant highway through like a idiotic natural, beautiful way. reserve. Like, like, destroy destroy and make highways that are literal pointless highways. Use our taxpayers' money to build more highways to argue it's going to help congestion, even you though studies what? say it doesn't. Greg, we have to do a podcast on cars. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like I have a lot to say and I... I think I'm just going to say like my one, you know, I know I'm devil's advocate, but obviously it's like people have needs for cars. Like we, we use a car when we need it. And I, so there's that, like trying to find a balance of like, how can you build a city where people don't need it as much? Yes. But obviously like if you live in the suburbs or you live in like a smaller yes. town without infrastructure to get you around or you have a big family and are trying to get them around, like there's trying to find that balance. But I totally agree in a city. Well, it's, it's more about, we will obviously do this episode about cars versus biking or whatever. It's it's why the issue and why no one should ever vote for Doug Ford and why it's so embarrassing because it's like the whole point is you do need to put money not into highways but into infrastructure to move people around on light rail mm -hmm. and bike mm -hmm. lanes and other options so that people can spend less money, save the environment, and get to where they need to more efficiently. So it's like it it is, there's that. But then also when I think about Mostly like our friends in the city, it's like there's just this specific barrier that's built around fear and lack of infrastructure to not realize that like biking is so much better, like on every front for your health, also to get to places on time to not. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people we know who live in the city who aren't needing their cars, but who use them, mm -hmm. who like you can see you and I as bikers, the direct way you would get from A to B without a car faster oh, yeah, totally. and be healthier. But there's something stopping them. And I think a lot of it is fear and lack of education and infrastructure to make them feel safe. Yeah. And you, you kind of need someone to hold your hand at first. Like you were more comfortable biking the city and showed me like it to just get up and bike on your own is scary. When you think of all the main roads in the city mm -hmm. and then you start to learn, okay, there's the, the roads that have proper guarded bike lanes. And then mm -hmm. there's the side roads that are often, some of them are made for bikes, mm -hmm. have two lane bikes, even on a one-way street. street. Um, so like it, it's just like having somebody expose you to it can make all the difference. Mm -hmm, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, bikes are amazing. Anyway. Shall we take a break and move on to foreskin? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding even, which I do, even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling. <laughs> sleeping too little, sleeping too much, which actually for me is like now, under eating or overeating. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways and in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less and grind all the time, hustle harder, hustle culture, hustle culture. Here's your reminder to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. Side note is sponsored by BetterHelp, and listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash side note. That's betterhelp.com slash side note. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. What does a straight man playing golf say right when before they hit oh the ball God. or after they hit the ball? Like foreskin? Foreskin. <laughs> wow. Did you just make that up now? Yeah. That's I would hope. <laughs> I hope I wasn't thinking about that for weeks. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. No, you're oh my natural God. We're comedian. fighting again. Okay. Yeah, no, we're constantly fighting. What What's happening? happening? You have to take control and be nice to me. I'm in bad okay. mood. Um, Because guess what? I'm... Oh yeah, we said we would. Okay, this <laughs> damn like, it! I feel like we reveal a lot on this podcast. So wow, I feel like I just said one, and it was like such bad timing. Why? Because I so spoke. Start over. Yeah, and I'm just like that was supposed to be my big reveal, and now no. Okay, obviously we're going to talk about circumcision and not and foreskin and whatever. Where do you want to begin? We're both. We both are circumcised. Yeah, well, if you know what I mean, like we really built that up, and then we just kind of said it. So well, because it feels on. weird to make a big deal about it. We're circumcised. Most of the world is not, but most of North America is. But I think that's changing, especially even in yes. Canada. Like I think over time, more and more people do see it as kind of like mutilation of a child without consent. Oh my God. <laughs> like, well, because there's general <laughs> mutilation of women across the world that we like advocate strongly for to stop, obviously, yeah. and so that's a form of like. I mean, perhaps there's been justifications for it in the past about like whether it helps with cleanliness or disease prevention, but that we can talk about that today, whether that is accurate at all. So, and if it's not, is there any justified reason to do it? Yes. Like, like functional or health wise. So it is a practice I mean, cutting off the, what is it? Prepuce? Yeah, the prepuce. I honestly like have only heard a computer say like type that. that so that is technically the term for foreskin. The like the skin. scientific <laughs> medical term, the prepuce <laughs> around the glands, and just like it's just not a hot word to be like, yeah, pull back my prepuce. But um, <laughs> I mean, neither is foreskin. Ew, to be honest, actually, yeah. But None we have to watch good. our own bias because when you grow up without one, I think, and I think a lot of 
there's like a lot of conversation in North America, even like in straight culture. I've seen like memes where people talk about it online where like some straight women will be like, you have to be circumcised because there's like <gasps> oh, no. this image of like, ooh, it's gross if it's not in North America. But I feel so the many opposite. Other, yeah, in so many other countries, obviously, that's just like what you expect. People just get used to what. Oh, I see the physical preference. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. And the sort of narratives that like evolve around one being unclean or one being, hmm. you know, if people aren't used to seeing a certain kind. Like even in media, I felt like growing up, I didn't, not that I was like looking at so many dicks, but I did go to a Catholic school and we have this book called Fully Alive. And even the cartoon penises in our sex ed were all circumcised. I didn't even know the Catholics even got sex ed. I know, but we would all get so horned up from that one page. If you know, you know. <laughs> also, Fully Alive is the name of the yes. sex education. The Catholic it's school not... board needs to be abolished. That's not Okay, episode. well, yeah, that's so. <laughs> but the, it's, not, it's not just a sex ed book. It's like a family life and relationships. Oh, so, yeah, I can only imagine what they're trying to say. Oh, I know. Fully Alive. It's, um, um, but I mean, you get it from, like, there's a different book every year. So as you get older, they introduce concepts of, like... Um, body learning about private parts and stuff we don't say it out loud i love that <laughs> private parts <laughs> the penis okay this is a great episode to think about the catholic like the catholic school upbringing i'm so curious about your like scientific and sex education sure yeah it's basically zero i can tell uh, you right that, <laughs> see that's insane no I, the, the science one's not true like in high school we can save it for that episode, but I'll give you a preview. Obviously, in high school, that's where I like fell in love with science and had science teachers, biology, like biology, chemistry, physics, general science when you're younger. So, like, religion doesn't play a role. I was not religious. None of my friends were religious. We hmm. were just at a Catholic school, and I think a lot of the teachers were. I think you had to be Catholic or identify like you had to have a priest give you a reference to, and I think you still do to teach at the Catholic. Yeah, school you board. do. But a lot of people are like fairly secular yeah. it wasn't like i went to a crazy religious school <laughs> yeah but it is interesting and even like thinking about like male circumcision and foreskin it's like the main reason people have been doing it for thousands of years is like religion yeah and cultural practices totally yeah although apparently in the 1800s when if you picture like england and like the colonial mayhem that that country decided to do english-speaking <laughs> parts of the world they started to circumcise the men to decrease sexual arousal to hopefully control oh. masturbation. Oh my God. Yeah. Really? That's like what a lot of historical Didn't texts work. say. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's insane. But there is some scientific right. evidence that it does make you feel less sexually aroused in the sense that in the foreskin is where so many of the nerves are that are in like the tips of your fingers or your lips, for example, there's yeah. the same nerves that are then being cut off your body. And it's not like, yeah, it obviously it's dumb in a lot of ways. Uh, if that's what they're going for. But it's not as dumb as when they were like, well, you got to eat cornflakes if you're gay because that's how you stop someone from being gay. What? <laughs> Isn't who there like that? the fame? There's like some famous guy who was like a homophobe and created like... Joe Rogan? What, no, like what do you call like where people have to transition from being gay? What's that called? Conversion, Conversion therapy. therapy? You just eat cornflakes? No, that's when you know okay. they were running out of ideas. No, exactly. I'm like, that person was And also, <laughs> just like cornflakes. Cake. Like if that's all it took. Cornflakes gay. <laughs> I have to it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Kellogg's. Oh, it's Pride literally campaign. Kellogg's anti. Let's see this. I'm just clicking on a random website, but I've heard this before. Cornflakes were part of John Harvey Kellogg's anti-masturbation crusade. So similar. Whoa. But I think it somehow ties into anti-homophobia as well, or no, or, <laughs> into homophobia. <laughs> okay, let's come back to foreskin. 
Well, that kind of was related in the sense that back in the day they were trying to curb masturbation somehow and and circumcision became a big part of that outside of religious practices in like the 1800s then it was the 1960s when the science community started to question like why are we like doing this worth doing or if it was legitimate in yeah. the 60s okay in, in the 1960s and actually from that point forward from 1979 to 2010 circumcision rates in hospitals in america dropped from 64.5 percent to 58.3 percent so it was Which sort isn't of like that huge of a drop. No, but it's still but still like showed us over time. Change. Yeah, saying that like the science community kind of stepped in and was like, "It's not curbing masturbation, right? Why exactly are we sort of like innately in America and Canada? This is a very North American thing, like mm-hmm. just doing this and not thinking right. about unquestionably it. just doing it like the instant a child is born. <laughs> yeah, so like say say in two thousand ten, fifty eight point three percent of people in hospitalized were getting sorry, in hospitals after being born with a penis, we're getting circumcised around the world. Although this was not 2010, this was 2015, 33% of males are estimated to be estimated to be circumcised. Okay. So as you said, worldwide, it is much less common mm-hmm. than in America. Right. Which is, yeah, so I think weird. it's even a little less common in Canada, but not like probably on the same. It probably is like 50, 50 ish. Okay. So all in I'm, my personal experience, all whoa, whore kidding. kidding. Oh God. Man, I and my sample size of four. <laughs> You've only seen four dicks. Yeah. That is an absolute <laughs> lie. And, uh, and so a half. like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm in such a bad mood. I'm like so mad that you said that. I'm Yours like, is certainly about You have not only seen four dicks. I'm so mad. <laughs> Too circumcised. Do not. I'm going to... 50 Oh, my God. Why are you so angry I don't today? know. I'm like, you're lying today. Yeah, it was just a little tricksy joke. Okay? okay. I know. I have a serious mental problem right now. I'm like, I can't not stand my right. For once in your damn life, you're <laughs> suffering. Okay. Maybe we should actually embrace this. <laughs> um, But, okay, this is just me personally. I'm like, I have a penis that is cut, as they say, circumcised. I would never do that to my kid. So, yeah, I don't think so and not to say that anyone did anything wrong to me. What I think about is like when I, like my sister having her kids or my friends having kids. I'm like, you're telling me that fresh newborn baby that you're so like trying to protect that is so vulnerable and so sweet and so cute. And like, also you're a new parent. You don't even know what to do. Like the last thing I think you would want to do is cut it. I mean, you just wouldn't think about it in the past, right? If the doctor told you, oh, this is like a common, it helps. Um, so that's what I'm saying. So are the doctors older. saying that? Because that's really intense. I think less so now, but I think that would have been what was the medically recommended uh, advice in North America and Canada. Okay, like, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to talk personally. So ignore yeah, oh. anything. Would you do that? That's the thing. Like ignore now, any being I told wouldn't. by a doctor. Right? Because doesn't it seem so weird? Obviously, you're like, uh, why are you born with it then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be like being like, oh, well, we're going to cut off his left arm. We're not going to say why. It's just like what we do. And you're yeah. like, well, yeah, don't well, you think if they're yeah. born with it, like they should probably have it? I are mean, okay? I, no, I'm like, I definitely don't agree with that. Like being born with something doesn't mean you should have it. If every single person is born with it. Oh, Don't I you think that means that is probably natural and you should have it? Yeah, okay. Right. I'm not trying yeah. to say like there aren't some things that sometimes doctors do surgeries on because it's like an abnormality or something that yeah, is a yeah. growth that is actually potentially dangerous. But like a foreskin is something that everyone has, not everyone, but everyone who has a penis has when yeah, they come out of the womb. So weird. That it is interesting. And I, I guess I It'd can... It'd be fun to lie to people. Be like, oh, actually I was born cut. 
Oh yeah, actually, <laughs> like oh no, this this is not. It's an evolutionary advantage. It's no, I mean, not. obviously, looking back in history, there were probably more legitimate reasons in terms of like why cultures chose to do it, or maybe not. Maybe they were completely random. I I personally haven't looked into like the historical. I've been told stories in the past of like why an uncircumcised penis in some parts of the world may have helped keep it cleaner at those times in certain circumstances and maybe that's part of the reason why certain cultures started it but there's lots of religious practices that also just start for no specific reason other than traditional like just creating traditions so yeah i don't know and i think all of those myths have been busted like especially sorry i should say especially in a place like canada where you have access to you can be hygienic you have health care you have education like I don't think any of our friends who are uncircumcised are like worried about being unclean unless yeah. they're straight guys and they're just naturally unclean. Okay, whoa. <laughs> no, I mean like, you know, when you're like, you don't yeah. wash your butt. No, okay. I'm like, That's you just gross. have to clean. You just have to clean. <laughs> have a shower like every it's now and then. <laughs> um, okay. But then now I'm going to explain all the science that kind of like contradicts some of those things. Oh, really? Which okay. is that, <laughs> um, yeah, they did studies on adult circumcision. So men who were not circumcised, but then in adulthood got circumcised. Okay. And after circumcision, there was 81% less bacteria on their penis, meaning essentially that like in general, when they were studying them for a year before and a year after, because it is really important that you clean more efficiently mm -hmm. when you have foreskin because of the way, like literally the physicality of thine mm -hmm. dick. Um, and then there, because it's like a warm, mo moist environment, it can sort of like facilitate opportunities for pathogens to replicate and that they do find significant studies where there are increases in gonorrhea increases in syphilis although the syphilis one was a very um predominant study that was used often and just last year was like completely debunked but hiv they have found that there is an increase in hiv transmission in people who are circumcised okay so i'm gonna contradict you now oh my god really Can I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah brand new study end of last year okay so now in, this is the ultimate like wow i'm like i'm gonna no me. it's true no, but you're right you're right you're like, that's I, good that's good as doing research like of course i that's good that's good that's fine i'm fine come across there's been a lot of conversations around hiv contraction in particular being higher in some places in um like men who are circum or who are not circumcised story. Um, but this was the first study, I think major study in like looking at Western countries and Ontario, Canada, where we live specifically, they looked at almost 600,000 males. A third of them were circumcised and they found no significant difference in the risk of HIV between groups. Hmm. And basically though, it was like, obviously there's a difference when you can be like told, okay, as long, if you are uncircumcised, maybe you do need to put a little more effort into just like being clean, making or being told and taught that how to clean it properly. Pulling back the taut <clears> skin <throat> and giving a little wash. Yeah. Um, and like, so what they said is like, the results are consistent with clinical guidelines that emphasize safe sex practices and counseling over circumcision as an intervention to reduce the risk of HIV. But then, but the World Health Organization is not because usually talking about Ontario. They're exactly. talking about places with high... Totally. Yeah. Most of those HIV higher rates of contraction studies are in like specific African countries. So like, obviously there's rates and every country is going to yeah. have different issues, whether that's because of like, who knows what reasons. But I think it is just important... In this case, it's yeah. not just the fact that people are uncircumcised. No, it's There's probably not. other confounding no, yeah, variables that are intertwined with that. In fact, I am like still important so, to know. I am so like 
I would never circumcise my kid now that I'm just trying to figure out what could possibly be a reason to, because obviously people still do it outside of religious practices. And so I'm like, maybe they're reading those studies because there are studies out there. Like if you're trying to do research, essentially pointing you to the fact that the kid, for example, would have less risk of certain STIs. Like as much as that's been debunked in Ontario across the world and the World Health Organization sometimes does say this could be a helpful prevention for HIV transmission in places maybe not like Mm -hmm. Ontario. Yeah, I think all, but maybe what this study is suggesting is like using these populations, like maybe we can learn, okay, then what is it? Is it that we need to like Hmm. better emphasize safe sex? Is it that we need to better emphasize hygiene in certain instances? I mean, that is so true. Because that's like a way less invasive way to prevent the spread of disease also now i'm writing we need to do an episode about prep oh yeah and for the straight listening that is a pill that gay men take that lowers your ability to get hiv but then it does increase sex without condoms which True. does not protect you from the stis we're like talking every about other STI. your foreskin, yeah. like the gonorrhea i mean it does hiv sorry yeah oh my um, god i can't believe we've never thought about doing something about prep i thought we could have wrote that down or would have written that down and now I'm writing down beside Catholic school, prep school. <laughs> and you put cars or bike lanes. Or cars something. is so specific. Like, so like we're going to be like, what does cars mean? Well, the incredible movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But then also another sort of like, again, I just think it's weird to do the reason why someone might do it. They did find that people, again, adult circumcision studies, people who had um, premature ejaculation mm. after being, adultly circumcised, whatever that word is, mm-hmm. um, they were able to then, they had a tenfold increase in how long it took for them to ejaculate. Mm. Yeah. So it's sort of referencing the like lack of pleasure. Yeah. But for someone who's maybe struggling with premature ejaculation, it's like a good health because you're essentially just feeling less. Yeah, this was like part of the interesting conversation. And I found some studies that were looking at its impact on sex, sex and pleasure. Is that okay if I talk about that now? Yeah, well, yeah, it's linked. Um, and so, obviously, there is different points that people get circumcised. Like, lots of young people have it as soon as they're born. And sometimes there, there is, like, a certain percentage. I think it's, like, 1% or 2% that are medically necessary, both oh, wow. as kids and then some as they get older. So, some people get circumcised yes. because it's either painful or too tight yeah, or some there's, people like, have issues. Yeah, like right? skin that's too tight. Like, I actually yeah. know people who have got adult circumcised for that and I always think like that would have been so hard yeah totally Um, and so that can cause like yeah you can hurt yourself or like cause issues obviously um and so some people decide later in life some people decide just aesthetically even as adults but there are some that are medically necessary Hmm. and so so what the main studies have looked at is yes the foreskin has so many more neurons like it's so much more sensitive there's all these different kinds of extra sensory inputs but I think overall they're they're still not sure if it changes um, your sexual response in particular when you're younger. So what what like so obviously you're saying okay an adult had a late life circumcision yeah and was able to reduce the amount of time or sorry increase the amount of time it took to reach an orgasm to prevent uh, premature ejaculation. Yes. Yeah. In my mind that makes sense because they've actually gone from having something as an adult and being used to it they're probably Uh, used to like how they masturbate and stuff or how they have sex and then changing but this is unclear like what i'm saying is um how they talk about these studies in kids or how it's more of like a discussion no i get what you're saying if you circumcise someone like the day they're born 
perhaps their brain and body develop in a way huh. that are able to become equally sexually the aroused. The brain has pleasure. lots of plasticity. Yeah, and, and whether or not the sensitivity and the amount of nerve endings in foreskin is specifically designed for pleasure is unclear. That, okay, that's also so interesting because the study about the people who would have take longer to ejaculate was only like six months after the circumcision. And with brain plasticity, who knows that over mm. years they might just learn how to then get back well I mean, True. Could get in this case they're point, like yeah. wanting to be right. slow but might be like oh it's fast again because they're just like bodies having to figure it out mm-hmm. for example i as a circumcised person only recently realized that i should masturbate with lube <laughs> <laughs> and it's like completely changed my whole oh my it's so weird it's like i didn't everyone i think knew that i didn't i think it just depends on who you are and what you like and what you do like well, i, just don't, I don't like, like that what I don't like prefer it actually. Oh, lube? Yeah. Like, oh. I, I guess I'm like having a moment where I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable talking about all this. <laughs> oh. <on the> time. <laughs> but um, I guess I'm just like, everyone's different. You find what you want. And, and I think yeah, like there are differences true. in circumcisions too. <laughs> but isn't there sort of like a lore around if you're circumcised, you should use lube? Is that made up in my head? No, I think okay. there are some people. This is what I also am trying to describe. Like, some people are circumcised to a degree that there's like no movement. And I think you can't masturbate without lubrication, but some Uh, people's circumcisions are not as like tight toy, like a toy. So you still have movement of the skin as though, as though you you know what I mean? Like, I think there is a range of how much skin is removed and how tight it becomes. So sometimes you do definitely need. Yeah. I think there are people who like cannot masturbate without lubrication. Dicks are so diverse. But they are. You know I, what I mean? Like, when you think about, like, a bunch of dicks in a row, it's like, they are all very different. <laughs> yeah, there's a pretty big range. There's such a range. Here we are talking about literally, like, that as humans, we should be decided to cut some of them. Yeah. Like, even outside of the circumcision, there's such a range. And they're just so dumb looking. <laughs> yeah. Like, so picturing stupid. a bunch of people's dicks in a row is, like... And LOL. They seem so silly. It is like interesting that so many other animals have interior. It's like, penises. why is it hanging outside yeah, where like it hurts? In the way. <laughs> it's it's really, really weird. Like I do think when like an alien were to scan a human body, like a like a person with a penis's body, they'd be like, it's all making sense except that part right there yeah, where like there's the like a sack part. hanging out <laughs> that they're constantly covering and being like, don't touch, and like oh freaking out about. And for some reason, some of them have cut ones and other not cut ones like even culturally it's super weird Mm -hmm. i was gonna say when it comes to the sensitivity thing like and this is just my own personal evaluation is you mentioned fingertips being another area and lips and lips which are super sensitive but it's um similar the comparison of like yeah just because your fingertips are super sensitive doesn't mean they're always pleasurable Right. And same with yeah. your lips. Like, so that's why I think they're like, just because the foreskin hmm. has so many more, sen- yeah. so much more sensitivity doesn't mean it's necessarily exclusively for pleasure. Fair. That's but, fair. So it's hard to know. I mean, that goes back to the thing we, I feel like we've been saying in like every episode recently, like you just want to know what somebody else's yeah. physical experience yeah. of life is. But I think you it know, is interesting. You'll never as, know. It's pretty interesting as two circumcised cis gay men that I'm like, I wouldn't circumcise my kid. It's kind of interesting. I feel like circumcision is going to mm. decrease. Like I, can't I think so too. Yeah. Under, even after doing all this research, we're sometimes reading, I guess, dated studies that it mm-hmm. could be somewhat beneficial to STI transmission. I still am like, no. Like, yeah. I don't want to. I wouldn't have it in me in the early months of my kid's life to do anything that causes them yeah. to bleed or something. 
rather than just like in the future be like, hey, bud, gotta wash the foreskin. Like, yeah, yeah, it just yeah, seems yeah. like an easier mm-hmm. conversation <laughs> than to like do but it. But our kid's probably gonna have to have that moment where they're like, why are yours different than mine? Yeah. <laughs> you don't? Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I would love to have, oh my God, I just want a kid to have the sex talk and to go to like Harry Styles concerts. Even what? though I know yeah, I said Harry Styles won't be cool. Then. like the album. Oh yeah, absolutely canceled. <laughs> Kidding, but some people were really mad. I also feel like you put those words in my mouth. I've listened to two songs okay fine okay and it's yeah and actually and even when opinion. we listen to it i'd be like bad eh bad eh Mitch? And be like, bad eh and you're like i love the main like song that's popular on TikTok yeah why did stuff. i do that because you just wanted to take me down with you no i don't know i don't know know what it is i, I get really i get like i i love pop culture and i just want to be like a part of the like things and when they mm. don't click for me i get so frustrated and you feel extra mad cuz you're like i wish i want to like and, like so i, I wish i love this you know what yeah. i mean cuz i like love being a part of those moments same with billie eilish i've just like never ever I been like able like billie eilish but i never got obsessed see this is the thing about both of them i love their personalities mm-hmm. i love them it's the music it's the freaking out about the music like when when everyone like Full, full fledged. I remember Melissa McCarthy like crying because she like met Billie Eilish because her music meant so much to her. I was like, Melissa McCarthy. I'm like, when I listen to like her music, I'm like, she's whispering. And like, why am I doing this? The two biggest pop stars. Kids are going to come for me. Let's move on. Foreskin. If their kids are still listening. Yeah, though, I do feel like um, I feel like it's going to absolutely decrease, even though I do think from a scientific perspective, there's been some weird medical community defenses of it. I feel like in the past. But even doing this research and being circumcised, I couldn't help but leave without thinking, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, there's not enough that information to justify, justify it, it yeah. for me. And there's like alternatives to any of the current concerns there are. It seems as though there's like alternatives as in like hygiene and safe sex. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, I don't know. To me it does. And I know some people feel really extreme and I don't want anyone like, this is coming from someone who's circumcised. Like I do think it is genital mutilation. That does sound like really extreme. And I know when something becomes so culturally normal, that can sound like, like you could feel attacked for having your kid circumcised, but obviously it's so normalized, but I do think more and more people are just going to be like, I don't see why we need to do that. Yeah. And there, you just can't escape in the scientific literature, the constant sort of like, it could be a preventative for, HIV transmission outside right. of the recent study you said of, that is studied in Ontario, which isn't my point. Right. The point that these <clears throat> research articles are saying are parts of the world where HIV transmission is high and sex education and quality of life is not matching the same like heights of that disease that they think maybe male circumcision is part of a wider solution for HIV transmission. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it is like really intense but like the who like said that yeah no that makes sense so it's kind of it's kind of it's hard to like yeah when you're (laughs) trying to balance against like the advice of medical professionals uh, some of which you probably say no and some of which you probably say yes and then on this world stage yeah it is a totally different view when you live in a place like canada there and and i think that should be the perspective is like Mm -hmm. what are the risk factors like anything Mm -hmm. Um, but it is unfortunate. Like to me, I just think if there are other solutions to the risk factor beyond yeah, like, mutil- like changing someone's are. body yeah. physically and, and like surgically, then it seems like those are, should be the primary like means of attacking those problems. <laughs> and then if the problem still exists in, in any part of the world, then maybe that becomes a, a secondary solution. It's so weird how sex is like, so visceral to us all and then 
it's so important if you think about it from the point of like movies and television and culture, like we're always like sex, like sex sounds. Mm-hmm. But then it also is so linked to like politics and even thinking about like how radical it was growing up gay for like someone to be like, I don't think politics should be in the bedroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was such a woke thought. It's like, yeah, yeah. no shit. Like yeah. it's so weird that like sex is also like something that is so controlled and even circumcision mm-hmm. circumcision by like politics, by like culture. It's like yeah. so weird because we're almost like our consciousness episode last week as humans, we can't ever like get weird. sex outside of that. And then there's all these justifications through disease. You know, that's like, I think what, how some conservative people would justify sex is bad. Like, you know, there's, there's risks attached to it. Yeah. Like, it's so interesting because it's like, you can't deny that. Mm-hmm. But for some reason that leads people down this path of like, like controlling other people's bodies. Yeah. And then, and then like figure for some reason doing all the wrong things being like, let's not talk about it. Let's not educate. Yeah. True. It's like, it becomes so muddy yeah. and, and, and complicated and intense. Yeah. It, it's just, I'm trying to think like through the path of like, Obviously, a lot of it comes from religious beliefs, too. Yeah. But then you wonder, like, okay, historically, were these religious beliefs with the intention or to protect, like, like disease time, spread? When there weren't condoms. But, or, I mean, even, like, straight back to the Bible, it's, like, people, like... Straight, straight back to the, to the source, Bible. There's, like, shame about nudity and stuff. Like, I did not think you were going to say Bible. Like, when you said straight, I thought you were talking about a straight person. And even straight, and even straight back to the Bible. I guess I mean, So like, what, what are you saying? I'm after curious. they, like, you know, ate the apple, God made them aware of their like nudity and they were ashamed and then they put they needed like clothes and stuff so there's like even huh. this belief in this and like i don't remember the bible that well so i'm sorry if i'm mistelling this story never, but it, never read it but think i should yeah um yeah i know sometimes i'm like the yeah. devil was the good one <laughs> <laughs> i'm not joking because sometimes you're like he was oh, like offering them that. knowledge i would like, not be truth. surprised if i read the bible and at the end was like the devil's good god is so annoying <laughs> he's so controlling honestly <laughs> oh my god if we weren't canceled for harry styles we're canceled from some people for that and surely they're not listening to this podcast but no, i guess there I mean, are mid religious oh, people definitely listen to this podcast oh i know but i i mean like i'm assuming the religious people who listen to this podcast are able to laugh at, i at okay takes. i think some people really do get offended when you make fun of god objectively even mm-hmm. if they're not that religious in my yeah that's fair i, like, I just ripped to, on i'm god. sorry if i offended <laughs> yeah that's all that's all i'm saying i, I said grew it. up I said catholic it. so yeah. I, I have like a lot of feelings about yeah. it and yeah. i went to catholic school and i had yeah. to go to church and so yeah. i feel like I can't, I have a bit of a like, <laughs> it's interesting. Cause I feel complex. I grew up like in a United church, which was way less intense. And I did know, I have noticed that in our like argumentative philosophy, philosophy twenties, you really rebelled against religion. Oh, like, totally. Really yeah. hard. I was like, I'm an atheist. Like, and, I, and, and yeah. like reading and listening to all Intensely. these things. That, Whereas yeah. I was a little bit like, it's not that bad because yeah. I never had the same. I've definitely of. come around. Like I have full respect for anyone who's religious. Like, yes, on the one hand, I think like religious institution can be in many mm-hmm. ways, like very oppressive and, and, and very it, problematic. And, and leads to circumcision. Yeah, and, totally. You can't deny And that. looking at like, America right now seeing like fundamentalist like Christians like trying to control women's bodies trying to like take away rights from individuals trying to like literally like religious priests coming out and saying like trans people should be killed you know what I mean like we should exterminate certain kinds of groups like so there's a lot there but I I know lots of religious people in my life who are actually beautiful amazing kind giving people some of I must say objectively the best people I know sure yeah yeah Yeah. so it's not it's it's not an attack on a belief in God for me anyway yeah and 
But it, uh, and, and I think if someone is circumcising their kid for religious reasons, I kind of am like, that's okay. Cause I can't ever relate to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, yes, I'm not one to because say. Because it's like a level of impacting someone's bodily autonomy and actually ch like surgically changing something. I don't think I would feel that that was right. If someone's religion got to choose some other aspect of someone's life, like mm. can someone's religion say, well, I actually don't think homosexuality should exist. So I should give my Whoa. kid pills to change them. This is sure that, this gay. is that religion. How do you, that's so funny. I'm like, that was intense. That's a good point. Well, you have them locked. We, and no, ready. because there's people in this world who believe those yeah. things. See, I, 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 my opinion is like, I don't think circumcision is bad enough to warrant me being ever able to tell someone who's doing How? religious reasons to do it or not. Fair. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying that those, but you had, your point was real good. Honestly, I was like, okay, if you go down that path, you're right. Mm -hmm. That's intense. That's why my issue with religion line, is. Everyone has to find their own, but it's kind of reminds me of like the debate on like vegetarianism or veganism. Like some people are like, no, you, if you, partake in the system that mm. feeds you meat like you are a murderer it is unethical it is this yeah and then some vegetarians or vegans are a little like softer on it yeah and, like i'm doing it for this reason i understand how mm -hmm. it interacts with other people blah, blah blah and i think it's similar to circumcision like yeah. some people are literally like you are mutilating that child and it should be illegal wow yeah and other okay. people are like no but i understand it's intertwined <laughs> with religious practice yeah. and or beliefs and traditions and those kind of things yeah. and or medical information but we all know sometimes science can be intertwined into like yeah. upholding the status quo For of sure. supporting like groups that have their their beliefs wanting to spread yeah you know so yeah who knows <laughs> that was really uh, intense to end on that no I'm no sorry. i think it's i think it's fair and things are intense right now i mean as we all know i'm in a bad mood and i'm just like <laughs> i just want to say america you're fucking broken like i'm just honestly it's i have really to stop bad. caring about america I've i'm stopped, sorry i'm sorry america i can't think about you anymore and i'm not saying that that it's unfixable that's, that <laughs> i'm like that sounds really harsh but it's like and and canada is absolutely flawed we have oh. so much shit that i need to be thinking about and dealing with because i live here it's just very distracting to be near a country that is so broken because it's so and i think for intense. me i am afraid of canada becoming like yeah America, and which know, it kind of is we always get influenced yeah, yeah. and i know it's there's so, so many amazing beautiful americans out there yes because you're a huge, to this too. huge yeah, country this full of so many people so many people huge population but, and that's maybe part of the issue but it's really sad. It's very disturbing yeah. yeah like day after day and it's just like what's i know i just hope there's like some of those politicians i don't are know psycho hopefully there is like incremental change and we're just like in the dark part now and yeah. i don't know but the fear is like just like yeah. it keeps going one direction and i don't know I don't well know. i don't know i don't even know if it keeps going it's just it's just it seems so simple when you look at these absolutely like evil mm -hmm. republican politicians like it's like it's kind of it gets so hard when you're watching you're like it just seems so obvious it's like yeah they even have the most incredibly sick posts after like tragic incidents yeah. that are so it is like how menacing and evil that it's like how is it still working uh, but i think like you know and i'm sure my, I don't all the americans listening to this right now do not disagree you know what i mean like that's the frustrating part like i think we in my mind, I think I feel similar to how many Americans feel, yeah. which is like, how are these people uh -huh. real? And like, yeah. I don't know. I know this has nothing to do with foreskin, but I guess it's related to those issues that are kind of. Yeah, like, no, it's related to like the, the political, like institutions religious, having power and stuff. Yes. Um, but yeah. good luck, America. I know it's honestly maybe part of my bad mood. <laughs> you know what maybe. I mean? I need to. Yeah focus on our yeah, I hope everyone's issues. doing okay yeah sometimes it's need to step back but yeah 
I hope you guys make it. And so for those Canadians and Ontarians, Ontarians listening, so uh, we're not going to vote for Doug Ford, yes, right? Because that's our really depressing <laughs> thing to deal with. It's like, where do we start with yeah. that one? Uh-huh. Um, let's just talk about him using all your money to build a highway that we have studied and know and is like the not vast going majority of people help. don't want. Vast majority <laughs> of people don't want help. He's going to absolutely obliterate wetlands, which are some of the reasons why we are proud to be Ontarians. Not to mention that Ontario is one of the greenest provinces in the world when we look at the world scale due to our energy sector. Based on past politicians doing a lot of work, we got mo- pretty much all of our power from hydro and wind and nuclear. And now, for some reason, this Doug Ford and his friends are wanting to change that and make us go backwards and be way worse to the environment so that they can all make a little bit more money. I really hope everyone strategically votes. I know yeah. it's like really frustrating and we're really lucky because we live, I think, in a in an area that we are. I'm like, I can to, vote NDP if I want. Yeah, we get to vote who we actually want. Because Although the like liberal no- $1 transit thing, why is no one ever talking about This oh, is yeah. a genius idea. Yeah. Like yeah. after the pandemic, we need people back on, back on public transit. The liberal government saying that they are going to make it for at least a year $1 for every single aspect of public transportation. Including Go. Brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Remember when Doug Ford's was $1 beer? Yeah. Like, that's a poison to society (laughs) and this is the opposite uh either way even if you're uh not canadian just know don't vote for conservatives and (laughs) also it's like letting you know we have the same issues this is what we're saying about america like we have to focus on ourselves Mm -hmm. because we have our own issues and we have to figure them out for ourselves but we're always distracted by the intensity and we know it's intense and we feel for you and it's easy to get distracted yeah, yeah. by by like how intense like Mm -hmm. those issues are i know you just said that exact same thing where they hit me and i was like yeah it's because like an issue like gun control. I'm like, well, we don't really have that same problem here, but it's yeah. so intense that you look at it and you're like, okay, obviously my mental energy yeah, is going into yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, and we are just going to say that we are cut and some people <laughs> try to grow back their foreskin. And I didn't oh, want to get yeah. into it because it's really complicated medically, but it's really intense. And so maybe we'll do another episode. Part two. That's called foreskin. Can you grow it back? Yeah. Okay. Whew, okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.